So we're going to start doing that thing that we definitely always do, where we're going to go around and say your name and your character's name and your character's class. And also everyone, our Triton fighter, Aaron, played by Alex, is not here today, so it's going to be a three-person session. I'm Rose. I am playing Euterpe, who is the High Elf Bard. I'm Kelsey. I'm playing Fantas, who is our Tiefling Druid. I'm Jane. I'm playing Theo, who is a human investigator, which is a rogue alchemist mix. And I'm Liz, and I DM and sort dice at the start of the session. Okay, so we're picking up right where we left off. You guys are walking. It takes you, again, about an hour to get back to the city of Benvalor, which is one of the main port cities in Brymore. It is, in fact, the port city in this country of Brymore. And you have just retrieved from a sea cave a small crystal chest full of seeds that you've been informed by the person you are fetching them for are from are said to be from Arborea, which is the plant plane, as opposed to the prime material plane, which is where you are now. You have, on your journey, encountered a good number of undead, which are weird and rare, and killed a bunch of them, including like a really terrifying one called a bodok. And you have with you an odd little Kenku child who claims, uh, he's giving you the name Nutcracker, short, shortened to nut. She has a little spotted Nutcracker on her shoulder. And the odd thing about her is that she appears to be touched by the Shadowfell. She cannot be physically in the Prime Material Plane except for tonight, which is the winter solstice. It's the longest night of the year. Here she is physical. Normally only her bird appears to be a physical essence and you can see her sort of shape in shadows sometimes. Uh, so you guys are returning to a celebration. It's not a huge celebration. The winter solstice is not that big a deal, but there is street food. There's carts out and people dancing and people performing and you know there's lights and sound and music and it's it's not, it suffers from being compared to just about a week earlier, there was a two-week celebration, which was celebrating the competition where the, the king of Rymor attempts to find his true queen. And that celebration people went all out for. So this one's kind of like, it's fine. It's good. It's all right. It's not. You've got a very good comparison very close by. Any excuse to party, though. Mm -hmm. Is there some card selling, like, little gimmicky toys for kids? There is a cart selling little wooden catapults. <laughs> I point over at him, hey, Nut, would you like one of those? Uh, she gives you a thumbs up. All right. I go over, hey, how much for one of those catapults? A gold. A gold? Eh, okay. Is that about a fair price, or does it um, strike me as a little high? Uh, roll me, I mean, you can attempt to haggle it down by rolling persuasion. I'm going to attempt to haggle it down then. Okay. Nice well. Oh, come on, it's just for the kid. <laughs> uh, 12. He'll give it to you for five silvers, which is half a gold piece. Okay, so yeah, I toss him five silvers and hand nut the um, little catapult. Uh, she starts pulling what look like walnuts out of her small bag that she has at her side and trying to fling them at Dust, who's trying to catch <laughs> them out of the air. <laughs> that is adorable. Mm -hmm. That is adorable. Um, are there any people doing cool tricks or potions or there's spells? A, there's a juggler who appears to be juggling flaming bottles. Oh, cool. I'm going to watch that person for a little while. Okay, so it's a, um, it's a, a human individual uh, wearing sort of a crop top, 
and then uh, sort of very baggy pants that sort of is doing a lot of like, the bottles seem to be like, he's calling them ever flaming bottles as he juggles them and they do seem to not be going out. Like there's not, you don't know, you can't really see anything in them that's keeping them burning. They just seem to keep burning. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Um, and he keeps doing things where he'll like lift his leg really high up and then juggle under his <laughs> leg. He's pretty good. Is he seeking tips? Yes, definitely. I'll, I'll toss I'll toss a silver into his hat or whatever. Okay. Yeah, holding it. He's yeah, he's got a small bag, it looks like. A drawstring bag. Just since we're using silver and copper, everyone knows that you're not going to use copper. I'm never going to let you use copper. <laughs> That's that too granular for me. Uh, silver. There's ten silvers to a gold. I don't know, is there like a bar where there's a musician to kill two birds with one stone? Uh, okay, so what <laughs> you see is there's an area where there's... Ev- passed by it before there's a couple places where there's parks where they're not mainly what they are is small green patches with ponds that have very interesting fish in them so you pass by one of these and there appears to be sitting half in half out of one out of the water there appears to be a bardic individual singing and nearby under sort of a large tree there is like an open bar that appears to have been set up just for this situation the bard is a lizard folk and is exhibiting one of the odd qualities of lizard folk that make them very interesting bards where they can they have amazing lung capacity so this lizard folk is playing some kind of odd foreign instrument like wind instrument and appears to be continuously playing without taking a breath the entire time that you watch for like at least a good five minutes dang I'm impressed. As someone who out of character plays a wind instrument, I'm impressed both in and out of character. <laughs> Fun story. Things that you look up and discover. Lizard folk can hold their breath for 15 minutes. What? <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Okay, I'm just gonna sip and like probably get a drink if I can and like Yeah, what, what are you, are you looking for like a cocktail or are you looking for like cheap? Cheap. <laughs> okay, you get, are you looking for strong or are you looking for? Not that strong. Okay, like, you get some, you get, it's a cold night. It's not super cold because you're not in a really cold area. Into the wasteland it gets, you know, sort of worse, but you're also close enough to, like, a desert climate that it's a little, you know, like, as the sun, things are decently warm along this particular area. But, you know, it is, they have, they're selling sort of warm, basically hot toddies. Yeah, I'll get Which are pretty good. You can get the, one of those for two silver. It's not good. No, but but like, it's warm. It's warm and it's and alcoholic, alcoholic. <laughs> which is kind of the point. And I'm just gonna like drink it and watch this bard. That's yeah, legitimately, really this impressive. bard plays for 15 minutes before taking a breath. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna watch. I think I have too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sort of keeping an eye on Nut, just watching to see what she's interested in, what she wants to do. I have a soft spot for the kid. What can I say? <laughs> uh, so Nut is darting around and one thing you notice because you're pretty observant one thing you notice is that nut acts like even she's physical now but she seems always really surprised when she bumps into someone and she you know like seems surprised when people look at her mm-hmm. you also note that you know like as erratic as her movement is where she just sort of runs to anything that takes her fancy she watches the bard with you guys for a little bit but she's not particularly interested in that so she sort of runs over and watches some people talking and lighting up firecrackers and stuff like that she just sort of darts around as though you know as though no one could see her 
as erratic and jumpy as her movements are, the nutcracker on her shoulder stays very solidly on her shoulder the entire time. It has not taken flight since she became, since it's solid enough for it to sit on. Huh. Interesting. So, yeah, I probably spend like a gold on just random treats and things that catch her interest. Yeah, Some you, firecrackers. You get her a candy, a small candy apple and she's delighted and then she uses the stick to like poke at some, some like there's some bugs in the ground that she like <laughs> just sort of lifts up like a worm and she's fascinated by it and she just, she seems to have, there's a, a carnival game nearby where you can, you know, just, um, you're supposed to stick your hand into something and try and guess what you're feeling and it's all really gross stuff and she's ecstatic because she never gets to touch anything. So she's reaching in and she's just, she can't actually say what she thinks it is, partially because she's a kanku. But she's very happy to feel things. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I just... You also notice a little bit, people watch her a little suspiciously because she is sort of darting around very erratically and they do potentially mark her as a thief. Yeah, I give the, my most, like, kids these days type, <laughs> well, you know, like, mom type, oh mm -hmm. yes, isn't she a darling type look uh, <laughs> to the folks who are giving her side eye. Nobody seems to, like, inter... Like, people seem to note that and, like, all right, she's got someone with her, someone watching her, but, like, they... If she were just on her own, they might think of her as a thief, yeah. Okay. Gonna make sure that nobody messes with <laughs> the little shadow kid on her one good day. <laughs> I ask her if she wants a drawing of herself. She nods enthusiastically. She can't seem to sit still for you to draw it, yeah. though. <laughs> I'll see what I can do just from kind of, like, memory and, you know, watching her while she's moving around. <laughs> Uh, roll me a d20 and add dexterity. Can I add inspiration too? Because I definitely spend inspiration on yes, this. Yes, for sure. Excellent. Wow, that's a damn good portrait. 26. You, rather than trying and draw her while she's sitting still, you attempt to capture the movement of the moment. And so you have like, you actually manage to do a really good, almost, her face is pretty clear, but everything else is a little impressionistic. There's a crowd moving around her. It's all in uh, pencil, so it's not very, you know, like, it's not like there's color or anything. Yeah. But, you know, it's something where she alone is sort of distinct, and the bird on her shoulder as well. And then, but you do get very much the sense of her being in constant motion. I'm, I want to ask her, Nut, have you always had your bird? She shakes her head. Did you get it after you first stopped being able to touch things, or...? She holds up one finger. A year after? She uh, points to herself, points to the bird, holds up seven fingers. She has the bird a year before. She gives you a thumbs up. Oh, okay. Is it magic? She nods her head. Huh. To know a lot more about this bird. I have no idea how to ask. Did your family give it to you? She goes to shake her head no, and then stops, and kind of smiles, and gives kind of a shrug, yeah. Someone you think of as family, then. She nods her head. You know, if you could tell us who this person is, where they are, they, if there's someone you care about, um, maybe we could get a message to them? She... You bought her a little calendar. Mm -hmm. um, one, it's just a small thing and she seemed interested in it, so one of you picked, probably Vantas picked it up for her. 
and she sort of flips through it and she flips open to and it's a calendar for the coming year people are selling those already and it's uh you know it's a new cycle you're moving on to essentially a new era a new not exactly a thousand years but you know a similar sort of millennium type of feel or century i guess century kind of feel and she opens it up and she points to the just the word Shadowfell of the month of Shadowfell and she sort of points at her bird makes sort of uh puts her hands in front of her chest and sort of just pushes them forward and then points to the Shadowfell huh so this person's in the Shadowfell she nods interesting I give the bird a little bit more side eye was, <laughs> so what was your first so then you had contact with the Shadowfell before? She shakes her head. Or the, the person who gave it to you went to the Shadowfell after? She doesn't seem to quite know how to answer that. <laughs> I'm trying to get a fine line here of like, <laughs> this person's, in, this child's interactions with the Shadowfell. Sorry, did she say she'd gotten the bird one year ago or one year before she went to the Shadowfell? One, well, you don't, here's what she'll do. In response to that, to Uterby being like, I'm just trying to get a timeline, um, <laughs> she, she sort of points at herself and holds up seven fingers and then holds her hand up to the bird and the bird lifts up one claw and one sort of foot and shakes her hand. They met when you were, you met when you were seven. So she gives a thumbs out. up. Okay. And the stuff where she became less material was... Three years ago. Three years ago. Okay, I'm trying to also just remember last session. <laughs> Mm-hmm. The timeline. Okay. Huh. Well, can you tell us anything more about this person who gave you the bird? I'm very curious. She thinks about it. And roll me, well, everyone except you, Terapy, roll me insight. <laughs> you, Terapy, don't roll that. No. 18. 6. Uh, Theo, you're still drawing? Yeah. She's holding still for the longest amount of time yet, so you're like, all right, all right, I got this. With a 16, you get, there's sort of a moment where she looks like maybe she's about to sort of, like, communicate something, and then she sort of stops herself and thinks about it again for a moment. Hmm. And she sort of tilts her head and shakes it. Okay, of course. So sort of a not quite sure that she wants to trust you therapy, maybe? Or... It looked like she was maybe going to tell you guys something, and then decided against it. Huh. I'm gonna let it go. I am too, but I'm so curious. <laughs> there are pieces of a thing that are, like, I have, and there's just not enough of them to come together. <laughs> I'm going to noodle on if there's anything I think I can make that would help her become more material. I don't actually expect that that's something within my power, but I'm going to try anyway. Roll me Arcana? Uh, yeah, I'll use inspiration on this. This seems like, wow, my inspiration really likes this Kenku. Um, 24. With a 24 and exactly how many spell lists this is on, there's a high-level spell that a version of it might help called Planar Binding. If you suspect if you could bind her to this plane, she might be able to really exist here. Cool. However, that spell has a time limit. You'd have to use a version of it, possibly a more powerful version. And you also don't know if she'd want it. Okay. Well, we can 
cross that bridge when we get there. Do you inform the rest of us of this, by the way? Yeah, sure. I probably think a lot a lot. Um, <laughs> I'm constantly being like, well, there's this new recipe I'm kind of thinking of. It like, pushes people away, which might be useful sometimes. Um, so as I'm kind of finishing up the drawing, I go, you know, there's this spell that's that I certainly couldn't couldn't cast it or make a potion for it, but some people do it that kind of ties you to a plane. Um, it might help her, but it might not last a long time. I keep thinking well, about I it. I can huh. help research it, I guess, if we ever have time for that. Mm -hmm. Is that something you'd want? She looks instantly conflicted, and she sort of clutches at the wooden catapult in her hands. And she shrugs. Well, if I figure out how to cast it or find somebody who can, we can revisit it. I'll keep thinking about it, though. She nods. She doesn't really know what to do with that, you think. You know, she cool. things have gotten weirdly serious. She was having a really fun time, and suddenly it's like, oh, okay, now we're talking about spells. Yes. Sorry. Spells. <laughs> I distract her. Oh, hey, look at that juggler over there. She runs over the juggler immediately. <laughs> And when she's out of earshot and has her attention to her, I go, well, we've got quite the little visitor. I wish we could help her out. Yeah, I mean, it's... Birds seem to be popping up a lot in our lives. They do. And I'd like to know why. And I'm going... I think I need to talk to Lady Naji again. Yeah, she might have some insight on the kids' situation, too. I mean, obviously, her focus might be on the fire plane, mostly, but... I think I have a very specific know. conversation I need to have <laughs> with Lady Naji, but the general oh. questions about the kid also be All useful. Alright, well, if you're gonna talk to her anyways, might as well ask if, yeah. if she's yeah, got any course. ideas. Yeah, of course. She seems like one of those people who, once she's got her teeth into uh, some notion or idea, she doesn't let it go very quickly. No. That might be what that needs. Maybe. I'm not as lovely. I'm just trying to figure out what her situation is, and communication is a little difficult. I'm going to insight why you need to talk to Lady Naji. <laughs> okay, roll insight. Or I suppose I could just ask. You could just ask. You could just ask. Actually, yeah, since this is your therapy. So, what do you need to talk to Lady Naji about? Oh, I want to know how she knows Aethor, if she in fact does. Oh, the bard. Yeah. Sure, I mean... And Aethor also had a bird. As did Jackdaw. We see just a lot of birds in our lives, have we noticed that? It's a constant thing with birds. <laughs> I feel like they're connected, and I'd like to know why. Out of curiosity, just has there in fact been a disproportionate number of birds, <laughs> or does this world just have a ton of people with random magical birds? Roll me history? <laughs> Can I roll that check too? Yeah, sure. Show me nature. Let's see. It's Fifteen. That's gonna be twelve for me. Twenty-five. Okay. So you therapy. You had no interest in find familiar. You had no interest in animals. Really, they weren't really your thing. And the thing about you is, you know a lot about shit you're interested in. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't. You don't. You pay attention to people, not the animals around them, typically, unless the animals are really important. 
Or staring at me. <laughs> or staring at you. Like, you never took... Lady Athor does have a rook that she keeps with her, not on, never on stage, but a lot of the time is nearby when she's off stage. You didn't mark it very much until the conversation, where the entire time it sat on her shoulder and looked at you. Theo, I know you rolled really high. You, however, don't have a lot of experience in the world. That's true. You know that flying creatures are useful with Find Familiar because they're just useful. They can run really far. They can do interesting things. They can, they're valuable in that way. So you could see why people might want that. Did I see a lot of them at the competition? There aren't, in Rhymor, a lot of spellcasters necessarily. People tend, it's much more, the interesting thing about Rhymor is that it is a place where you are more likely to find people who do things alchemically, or who do things with, they do things without the power of the arcane or the divine. They do things through their own mind and capability. That's sort of the spirit of Rhymor. Right. I like Rhymor. Cool. Yeah. So, I mean... However, Vantis. Vantis. You've seen a lot of people come through, and the thing is, a lot of people don't keep their familiars necessarily out in the open all the time. It really depends on how close they are with the familiar in particular. You probably like people who keep them out in the open a little bit more. They tend to be more sociable types. Drink a little bit more at the bar. Yeah. Um, So that has certain associations with you. Birds aren't uncommon. They're pretty useful, so people do that. However, you also know a thing or two about birds, and people often pick things like hawks or eagles or owls or Mm -hmm. stuff like that. It's odd to have shapes like, like a nutcracker is a weird kind of bird to have. Especially weird given the geography. Yeah. Especially weird given that um, you don't know where nut is from. Mm-hmm. So you don't know what was near her and what she, maybe if she picked this as a familiar, that might have something to do with it, but you don't know. But this area doesn't have nutcrackers. Huh. And when people pick familiars, they tend to pick impressive birds. You know, and familiars, often they'll like even tinge them with like a little bit of fae or fiend or celestial or something cool, you know? Mm-hmm. Having just simple birds, it's not the weirdest thing. It's not common. But it might also help things pass as regular birds. So you're not sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, birds have always been popular familiars, but they are useful still. I am curious if. She came from some place with more, um, some mountains or something with nut, with the bird familiar there. Um, you don't get nutcrackers down here on the coast like this. A lot of mysteries around that kid. Yeah. Why is it a sand hellscape? <laughs> <laughs> because New York hates you and does not want you to be happy? Clearly. Anyway. <laughs> that, that was an impressive one. <laughs> so I guess we continue wandering around the festival. We have a good night. We entertain that. Mm-hmm. 
you therapy. I probably break off from <laughs> the group at some point. Like it's it's a festival, you know. Stand the crowds. Probably try to find someone to have a cup with. Well, I mean, you've seen a very impressive bard tonight. That's true. Yeah. If, you watched for a long amount of time. Yeah. Pronouns on this bard? Uh, they then theirs. Cool. Uh, if they're free, like, when they finish their set, I might actually go, like, talk to them. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, they seem to be packing up their instrument as sort of things begin to... People begin to move... As the night gets later or earlier and things get closer to sunrise, people move away from sort of the party areas of the city, more towards the actual ports where they're going to watch lanterns rise with the sun. Who doesn't love a good lantern scene? Lantern scenes are good. <laughs> lantern scenes are very good. Uh, so they're sort of packing up their instrument and folding it away. I'll just walk over and be like, it's a very impressive performance. I haven't seen that instrument before. No, it's, it, uh, wait, I have to pick a voice. Fuck. Uh. <laughs> you were going for your default bard voice. Yeah. You have to... <laughs> yeah. No, it's this. <laughs> They've all had the same vocal teacher. <laughs> it's a lizard folk instrument. It doesn't exactly have a translation. Is there something I could call it? Mine? It's, it's mine. You could call it. It's an instrument. I don't, we don't. The name would roughly translate to the instrument with three reeds. I kind of look over and like, yep, three reeds. Okay. And what can I call you? Threat. Threat. Impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Euterpe. I'm a bard as well. I was really fascinated by your performance. I've never, as I said, never seen that sort of instrument. People don't tend to see lizard folk that much. No, I haven't. You are very attractive. So are <laughs> you! <laughs> Isn't this refreshing? <laughs> this is much easier than most of the conversations Euterpe has had since leaving character. Oh good, you guys just do that too. Cool. People around here. <laughs> I am used to does other beings wanting to talk in circles? Yes, I find that very frustrating. One must simply learn to cut their circle and straighten it out. Yes. Literally. If you, often they walk in circles around you while they do it, and if you step in front of them, they stop. It sounds like you have a specific story there. No. It just seems to happen a lot. That's very... Is this a local custom here? I haven't run into it. I don't know. Seems very tiring. Anyways, can I buy you a drink? <laughs> you are certainly capable of that, yes. <laughs> Would you be interested in buying if I bought you a drink? Oh yes, I find you very interesting. Good, I find you very interesting too. <laughs> I go off and buy them a, a drink and we... Have very direct shop talk for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just straight. Here's the thing there's literally this. Uh, so, Threat keeps saying things that you think are a metaphor, and then will clarify that no, that literally ha Like, it's gonna be like. Like, they keep saying things like, um, oh, yes, people like to. Uh, people like to weave lies. 
I mean, they literally lie to me while they weave. <laughs> Shame to the art of weaving. Yes. Truly. <laughs> As it continues on in this There's no um there's no artifice with threat. <laughs> and obviously not with you too. And you know, at some point I probably ask if, you know, they wanna hook up. <laughs> uh they say, That seems like an interesting proposition. Good. What does that mean? <laughs> Do you want to have sex? Oh certainly. <laughs> Good, I'll get us a room. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't have one yet. Yes, I'll, I'll get us a room. <laughs> that was incredibly refreshing. <laughs> oh, yes. You I'm used to having to like, be a little, like, smoothed out a little bit for, you know, non <laughs> Very convenient. You should go to Exadver. That's where the lizard folk live. <laughs> oh, boy. Apparently, I like lizard folk. Oh, they're very literal. <laughs> At least this one. <laughs> Apparently, the lizard folk like you. <laughs> At least this one. This one, yeah. Uh, so the two of you take Nut to the water to watch the lanterns. Mm-hmm. Dust is also there hanging out. You realize when you leave the area that Aaron's just been gone for a while? Yeah. I probably realized that earlier in the night. Maybe I got very distracted. Maybe there were lots of shiny and exciting and interesting things. And also you were drawing. That's true. I'm not too concerned. Yeah, I mean, she can usually take care of herself. Yeah. Aaron uses sheepers. Yeah. But, I, I mean... We've taken to traveling in a pack. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you've Where's lost you one Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dust is with you. Dust is, um, so the thing is that while you guys tend to stand back and, and watch Nut wander around a little bit, Dust is sort of constantly following her and keeping an eye on her and sort of, she's almost like a shadow. Okay. So Dust has taken over, making sure Nut's 100% okay. Um, where did those message stones end up? Uh, I think Euterpe has them. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're supposed to meet our um, employer tomorrow, right? Or did we have another meeting planned with the... She just told you to head back to the same place where you met her the first time, which is in the garden of a, um, a sort of manor that rents out suites to people who have more money and want to stay in a suite rather than a one single room in an inn. Yeah, can I say retrospectively that we said we were going to meet up the next morning at the inn before people started splitting in different directions? Yes, definitely. Okay. Not so, well, whether you're there for the night or not, <laughs> you can meet us in the morning. And, yeah, just go and deal with things then. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah we'll probably find her again in the morning. Yeah, what's the worst trouble she could get into anyways? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, do you have anything else you want to say to Nut? I want to ask. So... Actually, real quick, just so you know the setting of this, uh, Dust finds you guys a nice rooftop mm-hmm. and shows you how to get up, and so you're all sitting watching the, the lanterns drift up and the sun's going to start to rise very soon from a rooftop looking over this beautiful channel between Rymore and Asset. That sounds lovely. Mm-hmm. Nut, after, when you become intangible again, are you going to go back to the cave, or do you want to stick around with us? She sort of shrugs and she smiles at you and holds out her hand. I reach out, take it. She puts her other hand on top and sort of claps and clasps it and like a sort of, and gives it like a shake and a smile. And then she shakes her head and lets go. Ah, a sort of thank you but goodbye type Mm -hmm. thing. Okay, well, I hope our paths cross again someday. She nods. Dust does actually at this point take out the notebook, which makes 
uh, not very excited, not the notebook, the guidebook, which make not very excited again, and just says to her, maybe you and I could explore this a little bit more. And Nut nods enthusiastically. Okay. And Dust sort of looks at you guys and shrugs and says, I think this is where I have to go. I sort of follow where the wind takes me. Safe travels. So I'm going to try and figure out what this is. Well, good luck to both of you then. We'll see you again when the wind meets again. It's been good traveling with you. You too. You're good, clumsy, clumsy people. (laughs) (laughs) That we are. Good traveling with you, Dots. Um, and I give Nut the the portrait I made of her. She's very excited. She sort of she looks at it very closely, and you get the feeling that she's memorizing it to possibly copy out later. Excellent. And you sit there on the roof of this building as the sun rises, and when the first rays hit Nut. She begins to go incorporeal again, and the bird on her shoulder takes flight and sort of flutters around near you. And after about 30 seconds to a minute, all that's left that you can see is a little calendar, a wooden catapult portrait, and the finger of a bodoc. <laughs> <laughs> because why not? Because she took it, remember? Yeah, well, that was the whole thing. That was the thing that she did, and she can't. She can't take it. She appears to be completely invisible again and intangible. She didn't seem sad. Okay. She seemed really happy tonight. <sighs> is Dust picking up that stuff, or should we? If you guys go for it. I mean, I'll certainly let Dust have it first if she's planning to travel with not. Dust takes the calendar and the catapult. Let's not touch the Bodoc finger. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Hey, I why not? I have all kinds of other finger. components. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I'll, I'll take the finger and the portrait, why not? Alright, and then Dust sort of gives you guys a jaunty wave um, and heads out over the rooftops with a small nutcracker fluttering near her. <laughs> Alright, well, watch until they head out of sight and then mm-hmm. sort of nod and head back down. Well, we should get some rest done. Yeah, so yeah, we go back to the end of the seat. Cool. You tear up your roll me a d20. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I didn't roll great, so okay, that's a well, seven. I rolled a mat 19, so you oh. continue this trend of finding people who are really good at sex and then not being good at sex. <laughs> I just let, when they're good, I just let them do most of the work. It's clearly... Well, lizard folk can't hold their breath for 15 minutes. <laughs> oh, God. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, very convenient. So you have a good time, and then you leave. And yeah. as you leave, uh, Threat does say, I'm staying here. I didn't have a room before. Oh, yeah, of course. I have a different room. I'm going to go to that one. You have two rooms. No, I had a, like, different, there was a different inn. Okay. I mean, technically, yes. That, it does sound like yes. Yes. Have fun in your other room. You know, like, there's no, like, hidden meaning here. This is just no, I didn't running think... commentary. No. Again, very refreshing. I go. You go back. And I prance for four hours. Yeah. Uh... I'll be with you guys in six, six hours after Derby's <laughs> talk. It's fine. I, I need practice. Like, got stuff to do. So you, you guys all meet. Uh, I would say about noon, just because, you know, 
slow go on the night after the solstice if you stayed up to see the sunrise. Yeah. Utopia, you Fair didn't enough. see the sunrise, but the sun was out by the time you came. We were walking back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you meet up at about noon, and you have, like, a nice lunch in the inn. Everything in this inn is paid for by uh, Gareth Kesby. Nice. Cool. For you guys, so that doesn't cost you anything. Aaron is still not there. Huh. It's a little unusual. Well, maybe... Maybe she decided to leave and go do something else? Just... Did we set a time with Tangle? No. Let's maybe ask around and see if anybody's seen Aaron. Yeah, and if we haven't found her by noon or so, we can just go to Tangle's and drop the stuff off and, yeah. you know, we can... So, where should we... Maybe just go around some of the bars type areas? Maybe yeah, she went... ask some guards. Oh, you know what? I bet she went home with somebody. That's possible. I mean, <laughs> it was that sort of a night, yes. <laughs> Rolling insight? Do we need to? <laughs> <laughs> we do. Does Theo? <laughs> ah, indeed. Uh, Theo, Theo might. Uh, yeah, it was a great night. <laughs> Very good night. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I have no idea what you did. Not at all. <laughs> I'm not gonna clarify. <laughs> I see this go on. I consider clarifying. <laughs> I leave it. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, so I guess I'm probably gonna talk to guard sorts because we've seen Aaron talk to lots of those. And yeah, I generally ask around. Okay, real quick, please do remember that the last time you were involved with guards in this city was when two of you got a nat one and a stealth check to sneak out of a mansion. That's a good yeah, point. Yeah, I, I maybe, would... I maybe I'm not going to talk to guards or it's in this city. <laughs> I would rather not talk to guards, yes, personally. Definitely forgot about that. Um, okay, so I'm just going to talk to general people. Mm -hmm. um, I guess there were stalls last night. Maybe vendors would be more likely to be looking at the people who are coming in, but I don't know. Roll me investigation. Nope. 17. Um, people heard mention of a triton causing a ruckus somewhere, uh -oh. but they have no idea what happened next or where you could find said triton, and they, they literally, all they seem to know is th there was some sort of, something happened, and there was a triton involved. That's it. That's yes. all I got. Okay. What do we do? I mean, I think we should just continue along. But what if she got hurt? I mean, she's presumably at a doctor's or something by now. I don't know what there is that we can do. Yeah. If we don't even know where she yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, we, we're kind of at a at a dead end right now. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess we'll just hope she shows up. Yeah, she let's just. Seems very confident. I think she can take care of herself, and we have errands to run. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you had disappeared, Theo. Don't worry, we'd still be out looking for you. Oh, yes! <laughs> I can take care of myself, too. Uh-huh. I'm sure you would be fine if someone had heard that you had gotten into a bar fight. I have healing potions, and I have bombs, and I don't cut into fights very often. It would be a very entertaining bar fight. Just pull in your leg, kid. I appreciate that you guys would look for me. <laughs> so... Let's go and uh, hand over some seeds, shall we? Let's yes. Do. So yeah, we make our way over to 
her okay sure. yeah you you walk again up the hill into the fancy area where you you sort of were already you went down to look for Aaron and now you're headed back up the hills um and you do find her you know place where she stays it is you know like a grand it looks like it was maybe a grand sprawling manor that someone owned and then sold and then it got remade into a an inn of sorts a hotel of sorts and you go to look for her in the in the garden and she is once again lounging in the tree she looks sort of disappointed to not see dust with you but she doesn't mention it I assume the rest of the group told me what happened with the dust at some point. Yeah. I would have asked. I mean, we were, we were walking around looking for errands. <laughs> it certainly yeah. would have come up. Yeah. Weird how you're only concerned for one of our... <laughs> no, I assume I would have asked. No, I mean, that, that would be a terrible thing to assume. Like, weird how... You know, we're talking a lot about Aaron meeting this. Has anyone noticed dust ain't here? <laughs> To be fair, Dust is more likely to just disappear mm. if she's sneaking along behind us. Harry <laughs> can't do that. So, we found your seeds. Wonderful. I'm very pleased. May I have them? I think I had them, so I hand them over. Cool. She takes them and is very excited. Her tail is like twitching back and forth in this very sort of pleased way. She glances over them for a moment and seems very excited and then very quickly tucks them away in sort of a pocket inside her sort of ensemble. Actually what happens is she takes them and she sort of holds them near her like vine-like dress and the vines actually extend and sort of engulf it and tuck it up up against her side. That's a very cool dress you have. (laughs) Yes, I made it myself. Out of curiosity, there were a bunch of undead guard in this thing. Do you have any idea why? Undead? Yeah. No. Insight? Yeah, for sure. Definitely. (laughs) Seven. This guy doesn't like me. Um, thirteen. She seems distracted, is what Theo gets. Yep. And, you know, she seems... You can't read her. I don't have that much experience with catfolk. Yep. So you'll inform the Heart Shadow that we've paid off one-third of our debt? I'll tell them you completed the job for me in a satisfactory manner. Good. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Well, have you ever encountered undead before? I mean, once, wandering around the edges of Tidaloli. Because they seem pretty rare and there were just so many of them. Perhaps they frequent, perhaps they desire caves? They dislike the ones I encountered disliked sunlight. Yeah. You know, we were up next to the wreckage of a ship. Oh. Maybe they'd been the ship's crew? Some of them seemed yes. sort of drowned. That thought had, a, especially because they seemed to be centered on the ship itself, that thought had certainly occurred to me. Quite possibly. Oh. Well, good doing business with you. Yeah. Um, if you need well. anything else, let us know. Oh, I will. And so we dip out. Go, okay. Yeah, you do. She seems very excited. Okay. What else did we have to do? Oh, we were going to talk to Lady. Yeah, I'd actually like to talk to uh, our employer, Gareth Kesby, before I talk to her to see if he can tell me anything about her. (laughs) As I play a great game of telephone and finding out things about people. So I will go to our, uh, to Gareth's mansion and see if, if he has a spare moment. 
yeah, he. you catch him just as he has a, a client leaving, someone carrying off, uh, looks like the the staff that people, that Tangle was so interested in, it looks like someone has bought that. And so you see someone exiting with that, another druidic looking person. And he, you do have a moment before he has another per individual coming to look in at the, the sword. Just to say, I don't mean to bother you if you're in the middle of something, but I... Oh, no, 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 What what is it? I was wondering what you knew about Lady Naji, who was in here the other day. Um, an avid reader who desires many rare books, as many as I can acquire for her, uh, comes from a very studious family. Uh, her father is quite, has in the past been quite distinguished in the Benvalor sort of circle of academics. Um, a historian mainly for him. Uh, raised by her father. Uh, unclear who her elven mother is. Yes, I was wondering. As far as I, I don't, I do not pry into my clients' lives, but there are certain things it is useful to know. And I did discover that Lord Rowland was around, was, was young and still in school when the mother, who is ostensibly some noble high elf from Shadal, did not desire to care for a half-elf child and simply left her with her father. That seems quite cruel, uh, but I suppose. When was this? Oh, around 50 or so years ago. And has Lady Naji herself had any connections to Shadal other than, of course, her unknown mother? I believe she went to university there. Ah. She attended, um, I have to pull up a name. She went to, uh, Lock Deer Academy is the sort of, uh, so Lock Deer means basically flames burn in Elven, in Shadal, Shadalite. That's very on the nose for Shadal. <laughs> um, it's not their, it's, uh, it's not, no, you don't know this. Um, Lock Deer Academy in one of the, one of their main, uh, one of their, I can't remember the name of the city at the moment, I'm sorry, I'm not looking at a map. I don't tend to do much business in Shadal. It's fine. Can you, do you know anything about the school? Also, DM question, do I know anything about the school? Roll history? But we've established Unless you know I know nothing, nothing about Shadal. Uh, and that's pretty consistent with that 11. Shadal has a number of academies. In different places. I am aware of that much. <laughs> they do different things, typically. That's all you got. That's something I might have a chance of knowing about. I probably looked at a bunch of different universities. Are you here for this conversation? Am I here to go in by myself? I mean, I wouldn't, have, go in by yourself, I wouldn't have stopped I wouldn't have any of you from going with me, but like, I was mostly planning on just kind of doing this myself. Sure, go for it. Yeah, I might have just stopped at a cafe and gotten the pastry. Okay, so you, you're alone. Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so I asked him like, if, he, if he knows anything about yeah. it. I believe they're known for historical studies, perhaps? I'm not... I've not typically needed to know the details of the Shadal's infrastructure. Yes, that seems like the sort of thing that's not particularly compelling. <laughs> Anyways... If there's anything else you could tell me about her, I'm... I saw some things in her house that make me a little curious, but don't need to... Well, 
I kind of do mean to pry. <laughs> That's she's well respected. She's published several books. She mainly studies the elemental plane of fire and often requests things that have any details about that. Um, she she just bought a book on Janasi, which for those of you who don't know or in our listening audience don't know, um, are children who of a genie. Uh, so there's various elemental genies and um, a mortal being from the prime material plane. Uh, you would know that the <laughs> princess of Shadal is a fire genasi. Got to ask about that. <laughs> and the, the king of Shadal had a his first child. Uh, he's married again now and has other full elven children, but he had his first child was a fire genasi who he had with the patron of Shadal, who is a, <laughs> an Afrit, which is a fire genie. Well, I'm sure that helped cement his rule. Oh, yeah. No, it was great. It's a blessing, people think. I mean, blessing for who? <laughs> well, thank you for the information. Uh, may I ask why you're asking so much about Lady Naji? I think, I think she and I have a mutual acquaintance, and I'd like figure out how she knows this person. Alright. Certainly. So I figured I... You are the only person I who I could use as a source of information, so figured I'd ask. Alright. Well, I'm, I'm sorry I could not help more. No, this is... gives me a rough outline. Something to go off of. Anyways, I'll leave you to your next meeting. Yes, yes. I go. <laughs> cool, you go. I ask if the rest of the party wants to come with me to talk to Lady Naji, or if they want me to do this one on my own. I'm interested in seeing how that day turned out for her, so I think I'll come along. Yeah, and I am interested in um, her opinion on Nut. Oh, yeah, that. <laughs> so, if you don't mind, I'd like to tag along. Yeah, I don't mind. So, as long as you let me lead the conversation, I guess, I'd would like to talk to her about her Yeah, sure. Um, it's not urgent for me. Uh, I go over to, we already know where she lives, so I go over there. Alright, cool. You head there. Uh, it is a flurry of activity. They appear to be packing. Lady Nachi. <laughs> um, she comes, she's actually coming down the stairs carrying, it looks like some, a big stack of books, arguing with a maid who seems to be insisting that she leave at least five more up in the library. Um, and she says, I can carry them all myself, so I do not see the issue. <laughs> Out of character, I love her. Um, what are you packing for? It has been suggested to me that given various events of the past days, it might be a good time for me to revisit my studies in, in Shadal. Are you okay? I'll be fine. It'll be a matter of months while things cool down. You know how academics are, so hot-headed. Okay, well, I'm sorry we couldn't have uh, gotten that out, out of there a little bit more smoothly. Well, it's out. That's all that matters. Do you have it, do you have it with you? Not actually. Our, the person was carrying it for us. Oh, wait, I do. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes. because I have more. Yeah. Um, yeah, I go, oh, yeah, of course. Rummage in my things, hand it over. She takes it immediately, and she hands off the giant stack of books to the maid, who, like, looks like she knew this would happen, um, and sort of sags under the weight, um, and she immediately takes it and goes to, she looks like she's headed back upstairs to pack it immediately. 
I, may I talk to you about a few things? Yes, just let me um, put this away properly. Yeah, yeah. I need to, need of to course. Carefully controlled condition. And she goes back upstairs, um, and she comes down about five minutes later, and she looks a little, slightly more put together. Um, her hair is not quite so much a mess, and things have sort of calmed down, and she leads you all into a, uh, it, it's a sunlit sort of little parlor with bookcases on every place that, everywhere there isn't a window, there's a bookcase. <laughs> um, and you get the sense that this is kind of just what this house is like. Um, and she sits you down, and, and people bring in tea and things like that. And she says, yes, uh, what, what was it that you needed to speak to me about? Uh, well, first of all, I'd like to make sure that any fallout from the proceedings of yesterday, that our names are not included. Your names are off the record. I have taken, I refuse to give up my co-conspirators, and Thank the book you. has disappeared, strangely, so we'll deal with that when the time comes. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I also saw some things while we were here the other day hiding out uh, and I was wondering I noticed a bird pattern on a lot of the things in here is there any particular reason for that this one need a reason for decor no I, so are you saying there is no reason I have had a fondness for birds my entire life okay uh, your father mentioned you had a childhood friend who had a bird Yes, she's one of the reasons that I've had a fondness for birds my entire life. If you don't mind telling me, I have an acquaintance who also had a bird. I was wondering if they're the same person. Well, to know that, you would have to tell me who your acquaintance is. Lady Aethor? How do you know Lady Aethor? I was her opener on one of her recent tours. Hmm. She, roll me a charisma check real quick. Just straight charisma? Just straight charisma. Do I get jack of all trades? Yes. Uh, that's not terrible. That's, with jack of all trades, that's going to be 17 now. She visited me often when I was quite young. And she was a dear friend for a good amount of time. And no longer. She's very busy. That is true. I'm gonna insight this. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Somebody's got to. I mean, I won't. Eighteen. Eight. Uh, Theo, yeah, I was people... like, there is a vast bird conspiracy. <laughs> I mean, I also think there is a vast bird conspiracy. Um, she, there's an incredible depth of affection in Lady Naji's voice when she speaks of Athor, and she that doesn't seem to have faded at all. Okay. So it's just a... Does it come off a little wistful? Like, sort of a, you know, missing friend, or there's some sort of gap between them now type thing? She does... It is a little wistful, yeah. She does She does seem to miss her. Okay. You... Do you remember how you met, or were you too young? I'm afraid I must ask you at this point. If you were here chasing rumors. I'm not. I have a peculiar relationship with Aethor and information on her is interesting to me. The rumors state that we share a mother. Neither of us knows. I do know that she, I was not even a year old the first time she visited me. Interesting. I also know that she doesn't necessarily like it publicized. 
No, she wouldn't. That doesn't exactly seem her style. I won't speak of it if with anyone else. That's... I like knowing things. And there are things I share. I also enjoy but, knowing things. But I would never want to cause her trouble. I can't say the same, but this isn't the sort of trouble I would She's want to cause. She's a very divisive figure. That's true! <laughs> <laughs> now you're uncomfortable, Tojari. <laughs> I can't say that I wish her well, but this isn't this isn't how I would choose to go about anything. In any case, I was curious. She understands what it is like. She was a great help to me and my father when I was young. And she understood certain things the way other people do not. That's vague. <laughs> how much do you know of her? It's not a well-kept secret. It's not even a secret. How much? <laughs> like, I feel like I, as a player, am missing okay. something. You roll, you, we've established, know nothing about Chadal or Aether. You've rolled this check before. Remember? I don't want, like... <laughs> you've rolled checks to remember things about Chadal and Aether, and you have... I've rolled checks on Chadal. I okay, don't roll a history check on Aether. Okay, because I have more you of a... You've that before, though. We've done Can this. I? Yes. <laughs> Oh, that was good, though. History? Yeah. That's 22. You would know that Aethor comes from a very minor noble family. However, and the reason you may not be counting what you rolled before is you rolled it off session. Oh. When you and I were talking, you I forgot it. about that. Yeah. Uh, but you did roll it previously. You would know that another famous thing about Aethor is that she also doesn't know who her mom is. Yeah, I do not. I don't know. She, Aethor was famous, uh, Aethor was raised by a single noble elf. She's a full high elf. Yes. Um, she is a very, physically looks very Shadalite. She does not look Kirtorian. And her father was a minor noble in a small town, small city. But she, it was another case of whoever her mother is, she didn't want the kid. So she just left it with the dad. Hmm. Okay. Pieces coming together. My experiences with her were less pleasant, but I'm glad that you had that support, I suppose. Like I said, she's a very divisive figure. Yes. Not to insult your friend, but as both she and anyone else here could tell you, I don't like to sugarcoat my feelings. <laughs> Lady Magic doesn't seem offended that you don't like Aethor. Okay. Like, I'm actually genuinely... She seems very fine with it. Okay. Anyways, there was, um, probably unrelated matter to Yeah, so discuss. I go from conspicuously uh, <laughs> studying a painting that I see since the conversation turning. Yeah, so we encountered a kid with a strange condition that has to do with the planes last night. Uh, the Shadowfell in particular. And was wondering what you might think about it. And I info dump at her about mm. that. Roll insight. That's a 12. And I've got a 16. Um, uh, Excuse me, a 13. Yeah, um, she, she listens. She actually takes notes at some point. Like at some point she stops you and gets out a notebook and begins writing things down. And she sort of nods and says, there's no record of it that I know of prior. Most, most, Mortal creatures that have extended interaction with the planes are 
have some other connection to it already, such as sometimes they have patrons who sort of ease their, their passage, sometimes they have parents, such as a genasi might. Yeah, from what I could gather, I mean, I don't know, but I think she just had a normal childhood and then something happened. The idea of a planar binding spell modified and specialized and properly prepared beforehand could work, theoretically. It might make any further planar travel impossible for her. It might bind her specifically to one plane. I've never heard of a child touched by the shadow fell. Typically... Have you heard of others touched by the shadow fell? Or by any plane. I've heard of... There's stories of sorcerers who were transported to the elemental plane of fire who spent too long there and went mad. They describe a burning in their head. Hmm. But you have to be careful, they say. Very few people do travel between the planes. It's not easy. It's quite difficult. There's ancient objects that sometimes help you, but they're rare, hard to come by, and often get destroyed in battle and things like that. They... A few obscure references say that you should be careful how much time you spend in any other plane for fear that you it does destroy some piece of you. You're not meant to be there and you can't comprehend it. It also, of course, depends on what portions of the planes that you visit. The elemental plane of fire, for example, has a portion that is closer to the prime material plane that more closely resembles it. As you walk out further past that, they say it becomes just fire. Things live and breathe and die in only fire. So what happened to the kid could be a bit like uh, what happens to those shadow dragon things in the book? Possibly. There could be a connection between that. Although what little I saw of it suggested that the dragon... What I know of planar travel is that you tend to be one place or the other. It's rare to be between. Hmm. The shadow fell, I have researched very little of. I would not know. Well, however, with the advent of shadow dragons apparently being a thing, I am planning a trip to Shadal. Obviously, I have to go there anyway, and they've got vast libraries and various other things, as well as hidden caches in the desert of items and things like that. If you're interested, I wouldn't mind company. My hand goes to my bracelet. Mm -hmm. I fiddle it around a little bit. <laughs> I might be interested. You're leaving later today? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. In the afternoon. It's best to travel so that you get to the border towns around night and then have a, um, around early evening, take a brief rest there as long as you can and then travel during the night. Otherwise it gets too scorching. Oh. Sounds like a pretty interesting trip. I haven't been to Shadal yet. I'd be up for the trip. If you're interested, um, I know you're missing some people, so if you're interested, you can return here uh, tomorrow and let me know. Sounds Thanks. good. Let's, we'll talk to Erin if we find her. You mm. haven't heard of a, somebody matching her description around, have you? No, trains are very rare to see on the surface, so I could understand if you asked around, you might be able to find something, but um, no, I've been distracted <laughs> okay well we'll, we'll, we'll get you back to you on Shadal mm -hmm. oh. I look kind of conflicted <laughs> about this <laughs> well let's head on out then 
Good talking to you. Check in and see if anyone else. I, I'm not overly eager to go to Shadal, but okay. it does make sense as the next step on our journey. I would, however, like to see if there's another possibility if anyone else we are currently already <laughs> in debt to, and we seem to have two of those. <laughs> yeah, we do. Has a job for us. Well, I mean, we haven't gotten the item yet, so we're not so much in debt as we are, like, I don't even know what you'd call our situation <laughs> there. I mean, we, we haven't, could, but... Like, uh, we could seriously just walk away from this cube. We don't even know what it does. We promised him we would... <laughs> yeah, we would, you also, know, buy it. You two, Theo and Euterpe, I want you to roll me quick Arcana checks. Nat one. <laughs> what was yours? 24. 24. As you listen and you think, you didn't ask this at the time, you might have to ask it again later, but as you walk away and you think over more of that conversation with Lady Naji, if it's the same bird, that's kind of weird. If what's the same bird? If Athor's bird is the same bird that she's had this for 50 years, ah, that's a little weird. It's not super weird. There's way to extend familiar lifespans. But it is a little weird. Got it. Um, so you guys... Well, you do. Where are you going? Um, do you head back to Gareth Kesby again to check in? I guess. Yeah. Okay. So you head back and he's actually in the middle... He's finishing up a meeting um, with someone who's come to look at the sword. And it looks like this individual has not decided to buy the sword. But you find another person... Or, or is discussing it. But you see another person sort of sitting outside, it looks like, waiting to meet with him. Uh, this is, as I open up this description, sort of a uh, soft-looking uh, dwarf. Uh, she stands about four feet tall. She's pretty short. She's just, uh, she doesn't look, she looks pretty not muscular or sort of hard. She's sort of got very rounded edges of everything. Um, she has sort of dirty blonde hair that's held back in a braid that's sort of falling everywhere and she's wearing uh, sort of blue tinged armor that has, it has a sigil of a snowflake on the front. Um, and she appears to be, that? roll me a religion check? Can I also roll that check? Sure. <laughs> I actually have proficiency in religion. Uh, no, no, that's gonna be a 10. I mean, I could try a religion check. I mean, I think, Theo's got it. Okay, yeah. Through the 24, briefly, you encountered, you looked at symbols a lot when you read through things because they stuck in your brain, yeah. and so you actually have a pretty good memory for holy symbols, which is what this is, and it is the holy symbol of Oril, the Frost Maiden, who's a, again, there's no real major gods in this world, so this is a smaller, okay. but about the same size as, you know, plenty of others. Cool. Does she interfere with mortals much? Is she generally nice or mean? Or Her followers, almost all nature clerics, but almost all clerics in this world are either nature or tempest. Okay. To encounter another type of cleric is quite odd. The clerics are very rare. Non-nature or tempest clerics are even rarer. They say that the rarest uh, clerics of all are life domain. Got it. Um, because that's just not how the gods tend to interact in this world. They tend to interact via the natural nature, sort of divine nature inherent in the world. Okay. So she, you've never heard of, say, for example, a god directly speaking to anyone. Okay. It's always through minor signs or symbols or actions of their followers. And 
in terms of like generalized worship, there isn't much. People sometimes go to places and pray to like a general concept of like gods exist, <laughs> help. <laughs> and so, and if you've got like a specific follower or specific god, they might go around and go like, here's how my god specifically can help you specifically. <laughs> she won't eat your crops this year <laughs> with her frost. <laughs> if you do this. Also, the question I must ask upon meeting a new NPC: How attractive is she? <laughs> She's. She's very attractive, but she's on the cute side, you know? Like, she's not, like, hot. I mean, I feel like I'm still kind of into that. <laughs> she's just sort of, uh, she's, she's smiling slightly and humming a little bit and seems to be waiting to meet with, uh, Mr. Kevby. Hello. What's your name? Oh, I'm, I'm Farron. Farron. I'm Guterpy. Are you one of Mr. Hesby's customers? Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm a, I'm a fine, I'm a... I find things for him. I bring them back. I'm a recoverer of items. Oh, interesting. Well, we have been getting into that business ourselves. Oh, yes. Well, he pays decently well. He does. And it's enough to... He tra covers some travel expenses as well. Yes, we've noticed that. It's very convenient. Yes. We've been doing more guarding than finding, but... Yeah, also good. I like traveling. It is very exciting. Oh, definitely. Bit of a better gig than just having to you know, give people side-eye who are getting <laughs> too close to a sword. Particularly because you get to pick where you go. I I research places and I find them. Where, oh, really? where have you been lately? Oh, I just got back from um, Cythera. What do I know about this place? Uh, roll me a history check. 21. 24. Uh, a very northern kingdom on the northern continent. Uh, it has a patron that is a triant. Um, and it is a dwarven kingdom, and it snows, they say, they say the snow, they say they have seven distinct snowing seasons there. Is that the one with the trees? Yes, it's the one with the trees. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I, I hear the trees are very nice there. Oh, they do, they do seem pretty nice, yeah. Yeah. They do seem pretty nice. What did he have you hunting? Oh, he didn't have me hunting anything. I was hunting down, I... I came and told him that I thought I might be able to find a holy artifact there, and he said, cool. Um, and I said, yeah, typically. Um, and then... <laughs> I love her. And then uh, I asked him if he would fund my travel, and he said yes, and I have brought back a small holy artifact for him. Huh. What does it do? It looks like it just gives you some a boost to any healing magic, which is huh. useful and rare and good for him and not what I was hoping for, but... What were you hoping for? for? Something about some sort of, um, ice-related thing? I didn't expect to find healing magics in the Snow Kingdom. Oh, are you a caster? Yes! What sort? I'm a cleric. Oh. So that, is that your...? Oriel, yes. Ah. The Ice Dawn. Well, impressive. What do you do? I'm a bard. I play the fiddle. Good instrument. I think yes. I don't play instruments. It seems good. It's very good. Normally, well, I have been a bartender, still own the bar, but decided to do a little bit of traveling. And so I like tra traveling. Is very good. It is. It's. It's a great deal of fun. Garden adventuring. Let me tell you, we had quite the adventure in a the wreck of a ship the other day. Really? Yeah. Spin they the were all. Yeah. Do you tell? Spin the propellers. Tell the whole story. 
Uh, yeah, pretty much. Okay. Do you leave out Nut? I think so. Okay. She seems like very, she's like, wow, I mean, I've never, I've never encountered any undead. That must have been awful. It was pretty bad, yeah. Well, it makes her quite the story now. Yeah, let it me was... tell you, the last one we saw had quite the glare on it. Yes. That sounds like a joke I'm not getting, but cool. No, it I mean, looked at us and it hurt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. It almost killed us that's by a good, glaring at us. That's a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> Very, I'm sorry. I should have... I'm a bit frazzled. I haven't slept. Oh, you should... No, I've got to deliver this, and yes, then I yes. have a. I wanted to get him to sign off, and usually, if you hand him, pro tip: if you hand him an item and then ask for more funding, he's much more likely to give it. <laughs> it makes sense. It does make sense. Well, I hope your meeting goes well. Thanks. I'm I'm headed off to Kivan next. They say there's an under an underwater cache somewhere near there. Oh, cool. That's Dragonborn, right? Dragonborn, yes. The Kivan is basically directly across. It's an island, like a split-up island nation, basically on the just on the other side of the continent from Rymor, and it is, it is almost one hundred percent dragonborn who live there. I hear Kivan is very beautiful. Oh, gorgeous! I've only been the once. Not very cold, which is disappointing. But <laughs> I can see how that would be disappointing to you. Um, and at that, actually, the meeting does wrap up. It does not look like. Garrett's been able to sell the sword, but he does seem very excited to see Farron. Um, and she steps forward and says, so I, I have it for you, and I've, and she hands him a like little uh, a scroll, it looks like, and this is the description. I got it identified, just like you said. I went to the person that you said to go to, and I did the thing. I'd like to go to Kivan, please. <laughs> <laughs> and he sort of looks at her and says, maybe you should wait like a week before you, and she's, but... I have a lead to follow up now, and there's actually someone I know over there who's doing some sort of deep dive, and if I can get to her soon enough, and he says, you'll have to travel across the country and across the continent, and things have been a little bit in chaos that direction since the whole explosion at Penser, and she says, okay, so I know that might be an issue, but on the other hand, and he says, I would not feel comfortable sending you there alone, Farron. I kind of, like, <laughs> give a look to her. I was like, kind of I mean, each other. We could, like, I kind of like this idea. I shrug, shake my head I mean, if you bit. guys want to, like, go to Shadal, we can go to Shadal. <laughs> it wasn't particularly Shadal I was excited about. I think we're having this aloud. Yeah. <laughs> they've stopped talking. It was, they've stopped it was talking. really just kind of adventuring. So I, mean, I mean, same and, like, Yvonne's supposed to be beautiful. Yeah, but I... Would sort of like to. This thing uh, yeah. supposed to be yeah. from Shadal, from everything I'm hearing. I'll run off wherever you guys want after there, but. Okay. If you want to go to Shadal, we'll. Before I find out that this thing's gonna like halfway yank me into the shadow plane or something. Wouldn't it be more likely to be fire plane if it were Shadal? I'm just making an analogy. If you want to go to Shadal, we'll go to Shadal. It would be appreciated. I kind of just shoot an apologetic up towards Farron. Actually, it's Kesby who looks more disappointed, and Farron's like, so you got distracted in the middle of me talking, but I would <laughs> like to say that I think I can make a very... And he's like, okay, we'll talk about funding tomorrow. Please go sleep. <laughs> and she, she actually heads upstairs to sleep, it looks like. It looks like maybe he keeps some rooms here for his, his finders, his recoverers of items. 
Um, he turns to the rest of you and says, So, you're, you're headed off to Shadal, then? Sounds like it. Mm-hmm. Well, um, let me know. I'll be here in Benvolor for the next month or so, at least, before headed back to Penser for the, the New Year celebration. If you can meet up with me before then, perhaps I will have more work for you. And if you find anything that you'd like, that you think might I might have use of, or might be able to sell in Shadal, that might be able to count towards your debt as well. Sounds like Thank a plan. Yes. We'll try not to stay in Shadal too long. I give you an <laughs> apologetic look. How long is the trip um, to Kivan? With the way that Farron moves, about a month total. Go there, get things, get back. Tends to be her model. Because it seems like another alternative is we escort her to Kivan, and then we come would, back and go up to Shadal. That might be an option. I, she, is very enthusiastic and is an excellent employee, excellent freelancer, as one might say, and she always delivers something at the very least. She does often come back worse for wear. She looks tired. They say that those who have true motivation are never tired. I guess she's the test case for that. (laughs) I mean, I don't sleep, so... (laughs) I'm still angling to the job where we get a bed. I don't sleep, so... (laughs) I mean, you can trance... People often trance on beds, though, particularly in Kirtor. Yes. Should all seems important to you. And while I may have personal feelings about the place that make me less eager to go there. It does seem like a logical next step in this grand heroic journey we've embarked on, so... I don't want Farron to get hurt, though. Me neither. Mm. But I also don't want... I don't want you to get hurt if your bracelet suddenly does something. Uh, I mean, it hasn't really done anything new the whole time I've had it. I don't know. You guys might be able to talk me around to heading elsewhere. I just feel like I finally caught the trail of this thing. No, you... You make a fair point. And maybe we'll find another project to work on with Fair at some point. I am interested in getting to know her better. Yeah. Uh-huh. Interested in getting <laughs> to know her better? <laughs> Definitely said in character. <laughs> right over my head. <laughs> Every time. What did you get on that? I just got two tens on my last two insight checks about sex. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got a really good insight on fire. Appropriate die rolling is appropriate. Yeah, that's very fitting. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, maybe maybe we can talk to Erin about it. Uh, yes, yeah. we should consult with Erin. If we find her before tomorrow, since we have to yeah. make a call by then, probably. Yeah. Yes, well, you'd have to decide tomorrow morning, basically. Tomorrow morning. Yeah. I'm a touch worried, I guess. Um, I would have thought somebody... Yeah, maybe we should give another sniff around. Ask yeah. around again about it, Um. I mean, we're done with most of our business for today, since yeah. it sounds like we know what our two offers are. Yeah, I don't have anything else to do. I mean, there are a few items that I wanted to kind of sit down and examine, but that can be done anytime. Want to find we her. can do that. What time of day is that? Oh, I was, you guys started at about noon, so it's like it's about dinner time. Okay. There's still there's there's still some time. Let's let's ask around about Aaron again. Yeah. Go around. Okay. Roll me investigation. 
roll this time as well. Sure. That's a two. <laughs> I am appropriately rolling bad again. Um, Good teen. Yay. 23. You sound so happy about my failure. <laughs> well, I don't actually know what's happened with Aaron yet. There's two different yeah, ways it the can problem. There's two ways it can go. You ask around, um, and someone does say that they, they saw uh, a Triton the other night get into some kind of kerfuffle with someone. They're not sure. They do use the word kerfuffle. That's very important. Okay. Um, they're not sure exactly what happened next, but the Triton was definitely fine leaving the area. Whoever the Triton had been fighting looked, or like, whatever had happened with the Triton, the other person, the Triton was definitely totally fine. Excellent. And do you know where that was? It was sort of off, they, they name a square that was near where you were last night. Okay. And they, you know, they, they say, you know, didn't the Triton, you know, like, no matter, they're not quite sure what went down, but when they, they saw the Triton walk out of there. Cool. And we have been staying in the same inn while we're here, right? Oh, yeah. So, okay, so everyone yeah. can find us. Yeah. Yeah. Good. That makes me feel a lot better. Okay. I actually... I uh, reach into my bag and pull out the box with two pine cones. Mm -hmm. Hey, I have another magic item. This one's a little bit less troublesome than the bracelet. No idea what it does. Here, catch. I'm going to open the box with the pine cones mm -hmm. and toss a pine cone. Okay, to... are you holding the other pine cone? Yeah. Okay. Theo <laughs> and uh, Vantis, I want you to both roll me dexterity checks. Just oh, straight boy. dex. Six. Eight. Uh, so you throw the pine cone and you feel there's some sort of like rotation around you or something like that. And it throws you off so much that when you both find pine cones coming at you, you cannot manage to catch them and they fall to the ground and you're where you're standing. There's a, you both have a pine cone at, the floor, at your feet, basically. But there's this weird like spinning feeling? There was this weird spinning feeling. Huh. I reach down and I grab one of the pinecone at my feet. Okay. Does anything happen? Nope. I pick up the other one. Okay, yeah. You I, pick, I kind you... of walk away with it. Yeah, you walk. <laughs> kind of move it around. Yeah, you move. Kind of toss it up and down. <laughs> yes, if you just toss the one up and down, it's totally fine. Okay. Uh, I go in to toss mine. Okay, yeah. both of you roll me dexterity checks again. <laughs> okay, let's see if this gets any better. Uh, uh, 14. 11. You feel that spinning sensation again, and uh, Vantis, you managed to catch the pine cone coming at you now. You threw the pine cones, Theo did not. There's a pine cone coming at you and you catch it. Theo, you do not manage to catch the pine cone coming at you. There's again this spinning sensation. You feel sort of almost more, sen like you're a little more used to it, uh, but then you wind up back standing exactly where you were, but you have a pine cone in your hands, Vantis, and Theo, you have a pine cone at your feet. I think it's time for our con. <laughs> 16. These pine cones, throwing them seems to involve movement of some kind. This is really weird. <laughs> yeah. Here, as a third person perspective, have I seen, like what, how, oh, yeah. what have I seen? You, it just looked like one of them was tossing a pine cone to the other one. And they either caught or they didn't. Yeah. And so it's we're sort like, of acting like stoners. <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps dropping. What are you? Is, I mean, that stops 
pinecone to you? I is this okay? Is Theo like, still? Does the other pinecone still at Theo's feet? Uh, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Nothing. You toss the pinecone. <laughs> yeah. Here, Theo. Can you do the? Toss? Oh yeah, sure. So I I toss my pinecone towards. You okay. Girl. Both of you roll me dexterity chips. <laughs> Jack of all trades. Sure. Fifteen. Fifteen. You both managed to catch the pinecone coming at you, and you've swapped places. Oh. Huh. Oh. So apparently if you can't catch it, it just makes you high, but if you can... <laughs> I wonder how far away it works. Can we, like, step out into the street and try this again? Yeah, I'm up for a try. Cool. Perhaps it should be, we seem to be better at, we have higher dexterity as one who looks against yeah. this, I mean, might say. I've been having trouble with this particular pine <laughs> and sometimes you won't throw them very well and they'll get stuck in the middle of you, far away from you, or they'll shoot off to the side or something like that. Um, so that seems, it seems like the swap places works no matter how far apart you are as long as you can catch it, but the throwing it gets significantly <laughs> harder. Cool. Okay, makes sense. That is what your pine cones do. <laughs> huh. Cool. Yeah, that is cool. I stick them back in the box and put them in. I don't know what I'm gonna use them for other than oh, a I really good party trick. Have something I was gonna. <laughs> While we're doing this, yeah. uh, I was actually going to offer it to you for, as you seem to be the artistic one in terms of visual arts. Um, I have a set of paints. Were it wouldn't have been useful last night. There's randomly no black, but um, interesting. That's, that's usually kind of an important. Like every every paint set I've seen has a black in it. It looks like there was a tube of black, but it's all used up. Got it. Okay. It's, I mean, there's none. When I got it, the black was already used up. I mean, you might have more use for it, and it might be magic. You. Is there any magic in it? Ooh, what is that number? Um, that is a 21. There's like a that kind of energy that you associate with magical stuff, sort of radiating. So it looks like it probably does have some kind of effect. You've got no idea what. Yeah, I'll try painting with it at some point. I'll just hand it to you for oh, now. Thanks. Cool. Um, so I've it. got this key. I don't know what it does, but I'll trade you. <laughs> sure. Okay, you have a key gonna... that you, in character, do not know what it does, yeah. Rose. <laughs> yep. Because you, out of character, do know what it does, yes, Rose. I, I don't know what this key does. Because I didn't think key. you'd trade quirk <laughs> items. I didn't think we'd trade. I thought I was just going to hop with the other paint sack. <laughs> I want to feel like I, I don't like charity. <laughs> I want to help. I people. mean, you can keep the key if you like. I don't. No, I mean, you're giving me a cool thing. I'll give you a cool. Sure. Thing. I have a key. It's yeah. a weird looking key. Uh, yeah, I haven't a clue what it does. Can I arcana check the yeah, key? Yeah, sure. Good. That is going to be a twenty-three. It's definitely magical. Hey, this is also definitely magical. Oh, cool. I thought it was just a weird key that I was giving you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I kind of had a feeling that something was off about it, because it just, cool. like, showed up. Um, we can, I don't know, see if it fits some locks. Yeah. Later. As you're asking around about Aaron and trading magic items, <laughs> uh, the two of you are doing this. Vantis, uh, someone sort of 
you, you suddenly someone is leaning against sort of the wall next to you out as you're watching them sort of in the street doing these things and as you look over it is it's uh, the individual that you met when you were getting the job uh, from the heart shadow uh, whose name I will pull up now another person with the bird familiar no Oh, what's, what's there was know? a picture of something. There was oh, a okay. portrait and we of didn't, a person we didn't, with a jackdaw. Got it. But it was a different person with a jackdaw. It was not jackdaw. this person, and it was not jackdaw. But it was a person. It was a human woman with a jackdaw. This is a human woman with no jackdaw. His <laughs> name is Kulan. Um, and so she leans and she says, I hear your client was very impressed with you. We did the best job we could, considering we were uh, getting attacked by undead. Yes, that part was also communicated. We thought maybe you might be the right options for another job. There's an old dungeon to the north near Interimer. Hmm. If you wanted to go there, it could be the second job working off the second third of your debt. Second third or second half? We took a pretty hazardous job there. Not Mm. many folks would have gotten out of that cave alive. Yes, but the guild got paid the same, you see. So it pays off the same amount of your debt. Which is a third. So second third of your debt could be paid off if you did this job for us near a Terramar. Hmm, maybe. I'll ask the group. We'll have an answer for you tomorrow. Alright, well I don't like to wait. I'm sure you know that. I'll give you a day to sort out your things, but if you make me wait past lunch, then... The value of the job might decrease. Time is money, after all. We'll definitely have decided by lunch. Mm-hmm. You'll meet me at the same place where we did before. Have your friend buy me a drink again. That was fun. We'll see. And she pulls up her hood and sort of disappears again. Not She doesn't, like, instantly disappear. She just <laughs> sort of, like, steps back into an alley and is gone. Well, it seems we're in high demand. The world's yes. a right now. I'm... Unexcited about a dungeon near Antaramur when we have other seems like the least intriguing of our options, honestly. Yeah, I agree. I'd go for either or the other two myself. Yeah, and it, it doesn't seem like we're gonna learn all that much or see all that much new stuff in a dungeon. You I mean, would know just to throw it into your consideration that Aaron would probably highly value paying off Saba's debt yeah. faster. Yeah. And it would get you out of your relationship with the heart's shadow faster. Yeah. So there's there's value to all. Yeah. But I would like it an, an inclination of which way you'd like to go before <laughs> the session ends. Sure, the heart's shadow are definitely the uh, people we'd like to get uninvolved with most quickly. I'm just so much less interested in this one. I think the other two have a lot more potential. Yeah, also, I mean, I guess we could try to ask her what was from that dungeon. This time seems pretty harmless, or at least not that sketchy of a client, but we do want to make sure, I don't know, I think there's a chance that if we showed up for that meeting, it might or might not be a job that we're willing to take, and then our two other opportunities would already be out the door. Yeah. So we've ruled out one of three. (laughs) Good. So, is your heart still set on Shadal? I'd like to go there, if we can. I understand that. The thing is, this damn bit is, it's a huge void of unknowns. 
and I have dropped it off the side of ships. <laughs> I have, I once tried to put it, don't, don't even ask about the thing with the dog. Anyways, I think the animal... Hey, no, if you say that, I know you told me not to ask, but I have to ask about the thing with the dog. I tried, I tried tying it to a dog's collar. Um... Oh, that's much less interesting. Oh, I, yeah, I thought you were trying. I thought you stuck your hand down a dog's throat or up a dog's butt. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's where you went. I was. I was thinking about animal husbandry. <laughs> You're a druid. I don't know what you want from me. Um, <laughs> do weird things with dogs. Yeah. Not like, but like animal care and being healthy, good animal things. Not the other way that could go. <laughs> something attached to me that I do not have any control over and do not know much about. I can understand that. Well, so. We'll go to Shadal. And, you know, if we don't hear anything there, I am a few steps short of presuming that it's just some magical asshole's practical joke and just living with it, but it this seems is the best like lead I've got. Quite intense for a practical joke, and I'm speaking as me, so when I say quite intense, <laughs> I Shadal could be useful. Shadal does seem like the next step in this whole thing we're doing. I don't like Shadal. Well, thank you. I'll but, owe you guys one for coming along there, and you can call it in when you need to. Although I guess with you it's about balanced out after uh, getting you out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that, by the way. You're welcome. And I may wind up... I'll try very hard not to insult anyone in Chanel too bad. <laughs> Alright, we'll see how that one goes. When we... So, let's go talk to our sponsor again. Kesby? Kesby, thank you. Maybe we can... Maybe we can do something to help Theron be at less risk. Like, also, I also just offer that if there is the, like, it sounded like the timing was important on this, but if there's, you know, if she needs something like this later, we are free, we're definitely interested. Do you want to help her out? Agreed. Seems like an interesting person to travel with. Yes. You okay? Do you want to do that now? And then yeah, sure. pick up next session at in the morning when Erin returns after her, her day of adventure. <laughs> They can go one of two ways. <laughs> you go talk to Kesby. He's. Yeah. It looks like he's finished up clients for the day. You catch him sort of in the middle of dinner, but he does sort of stand up and go and have a meet. He seems very used to being interrupted in things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we basically just tell him, like, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to go with with her to Shadal, and we'll be back by the time he leaves. Mm-hmm. says, yes, I, I, I think it would be... Very useful to have you guarding the caravans on the way back to Penser as well. Um, that would also count against some of your debt. Uh, if you bring anything back, we'll have a discussion. Um, but I suppose I probably won't see you for about a month then. Yeah, Sounds like it. So. Yeah. Are there likely to be water elementals in this? She said she was going to an underwater place, right? She's apparently headed. She's got some contact who says she's found some kind of underwater holy cache. There may be water elementals. I'm, she's vague on the... She hasn't... Apparently her friend is the one who's done the most of the research. 
So sounds like her. Okay. Well, tell her we wish her well, and I'm sure she will be grateful for your well wishing. And we'll we'll thank you when she sees you again. Love to accompany her on different jobs. Timing works out better. Yeah. Yes. We'll see if she ever. We'll we'll see when her next dangerous mission is <laughs> that she takes upon herself. Seems to have a certain attraction to him. Yes. An, an inclination towards. Well, motivation is both healthy and unhealthy. <laughs> so you go back to the inn, you have a nice dinner, and you go to sleep. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Um, and we're going to end the session there, and next session you can head off with Lady Henry and Naji to Shadal to research things and discover things. Cool. All right. I think I'll probably, mm-hmm. in the morning, mm-hmm. stop by and offer Farron some random potions if she wants them. What time do you stop by? That's a good point. I mean, like, whatever my normal wake-up time is. She's gone. Okay. She did. As soon as she, in the morning, went to Kesby's treasurer, got the funding that she (laughs) needed, and was immediately gone. All right, well, I tried. She does not stay in one place very long. I'm kind of sad we didn't go for that one. Yeah, me too. Yeah, thank you guys. (laughs) I mean, do you want to... I'll stop the recording, because otherwise I will be very tempted to put this in. But I can tell you, because you're not there, what happens to Farron. And I'm stopping the recording here. If you want to know what happens to Farron, you'll have to keep listening. Which I hope you do, because it really means so much to us to be able to share our game with you. If you like what you hear, please let us know. You can follow us on Instagram, standard underscore heroes, where we post fun food pictures and episode cover art. And you can tweet at us on Twitter, at your underscore standard and help me get better at using Twitter. And or you can like our Facebook page, Your Standard Heroes, to get more information on us. We've also got all of this info on our website, yourstandardheroes.com, as well as some bios of us, the characters, and some really awesome character art. If you want to help support the podcast, please subscribe to us on SoundCloud or iTunes and leave us a comment or a review. I hear those are really important for this medium. But really, what matters the most to us is just that you listen at all. Thank you, really, for listening all the way to the end and for keeping following us. It's really great. Thanks. Have a great week.